Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. When two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello and welcome to When Your Sport Ends, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Brooke Beerhouse. Alongside me is Don Sutton as we continue to discuss the many topics that come together within this transition out of competitive athletics. Oftentimes, when athletes talk about their transition out of college or professional sports, they mention the physical changes that occur. You're no longer training for those four hours a day, every day, and your body will show that. But what about the changes you can't explicitly see? The changes that might be negatively affecting your life, but that you can't see and address right away. We're talking about mental changes that occur during the transition out of being identified as an athlete. The mind is our strongest muscle and the most important tool to navigating a healthy and happy life. For this episode, we wanted to dive into the benefits of meditation to strengthen your mind and body. We've had a few episodes and discussions where Don and I have talked about that transition period where our bodies changed and our relationship with food and working out. And all of those are extremely relatable topics, I think, for a lot of athletes especially in that initial transition. But what we don't always talk about and what is really important is how you're able to give your mind a break and strengthen your mind and that mental mental fortitude. And so one thing that, that Don has really been getting into as of late is meditation. I'd say more so than I've previously been doing. Um, right. So you ha- I mean, you had done meditation before, but I mean, it's, it's recently come back in a new way into your life. So mm-hmm. this was really the, the spurring topic of today was because it has been back in your life and it's influenced me to want to go to practice more meditation. And um, back when I had initially transitioned out of running and competing at Iowa, I sort of found meditation at that same time, but mine was more of a a movement meditation, which I still love today. And we'll get more into that, but first let's hear from our sponsor. Let's hear it for a betonline.ag because they're coming in hot with some Super Bowl bets you can place. The casino is always open at betonline.ag. And do you think you're going to place a bet, Don, or what do you think you're going to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Go Bucks. It's going to be exciting. (laughs) So you can head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's betonline.ag. You don't have to use any code. You just go straight there and place your bet. Excited for the weekend. Yep. (laughs) Next weekend. Also for the Super Bowl... It is Kansas City Stakes, not stakes as in bet online. It is Kansas City Stakes as in perfect 
meat cuts, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know they'll be. You know who they'll be cheering for. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos that are perfect for game day and cheering on the Chiefs or the Bucks, either one. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get free shipping with the code BLEAV, which is B-L-E-A-V at checkout. There are snack pack combos that are going to make your mouth water and they're making Don's mouth water. It's mini beef wellington, steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Love bacon. Anyways, you can go to kansascitysteaks.com slash game day and use the code BLEAV at checkout for free shipping. We are going to head into this discussion, this very important discussion on mental health. And I've been doing a lot of talking this beginning of the episode, so I'm going to hand it over to you to explain a little bit more about the meditation that you have found to be successful for you. Yeah, I think the first thing about meditation is to note that there are so many different ways to meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a Netflix series actually out by a man... I forget his name, Andy, um, he used to be a monk and he actually walks through various forms of meditation. Most of it is the sitting, relaxing, clearing the mind, either taking notes and even there are sub-segments of that one, but there are other ones. And that was called Headspace, right? Headspace. Yeah. Yes. A guide to meditation, I believe. Had Have you practiced his... Um his advice or his way of explaining meditation, the, the note-taking one was something that you talked about to me. Yeah, so there is one called note-taking, which is about anxieties or stress or frustrations. And the it takes on the very traditional sense of meditation where you're supposed to focus on your breathing and let things in but try to push on through those thoughts and go back to focusing on your breathing, reminding yourself to let go of everything. In this particular exercise, though, you make a mental note of it. Mm. And you acknowledge what the stress is, you embrace it, and you tr- you, the goal is to just let go of it and then find the next frustration or anxiety that you're having. If you have a lot of anxieties or fears or frustrations within your life. That's been the most recent one that I've worked on. And fortunately, I do not have a lot. <laughs> so. Well, I love, I really do love that. If you're someone who's oriented in the way of getting tasks done or mm. you've got a lot to do in the week. And yes. you don't always, because um, it, it builds when you don't address it. So I love that you're able to calm your mind and say, okay, I'm going to get to that. And then what else you're worried about, if it's someone else's health or your health, or I know sometimes I have social anxiety right now with going out with the mask and like restaurants and and little things that um, weren't really in play before. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of like walking through those and acknowledging it. I really, I really like that. And I think the big thing for me for this episode too I want to make sure that we acknowledge that 
meditation isn't just like sitting and having no thoughts. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I was first introduced to meditation, I thought that I had to be super still. I couldn't have any thoughts and my mind was too active to really feel like I could clear it and meditate. Mm-hmm. And the benefits of it really are just yeah, listening to your inner dialogue, creating a space where you don't have to actively think about your next step or your to-do list, but you can acknowledge them, like you said, and and then let that sort of filter off and and find this awesome little piece of utopia whatever you know in your mind i mean you you had mentioned that you prefer another type of meditation so maybe further elaborate on that because i think everybody I mean, at least when I think of meditation, it comes to state of nirvana or working towards that state of nirvana. And I mean, I get where you're coming from because sometimes I'll just go to a pool and I'll just swim and it won't, I won't do more than 500 yards in 40 minutes and it's great. Do we want to touch on that story that you used an analogy today in the car that I loved of um, meditation and floating and well, I think nirvana. it's really your story you okay. had told me. <laughs> You're the one who made the analogy, so yeah. um, that connection to it. I, I have a friend that I see her at the um, pool a lot, and we just talk every once in a while, and she has Down syndrome, and she's probably, I would say, like 30s. And um, she, the other day she was swimming, and I waved to her, got in the pool, did my set. It was about 30 minutes and I get out and I'm walking over and I was going to wave goodbye to her because I saw her that she was in, still in that lane. And what I looked at was the most blissful moment. I wanted to get back in the pool and do the exact same thing that she was doing. She was just on her back. Her head was submerged enough where, you know, she couldn't hear anything. She was just floating on her back in the water and she had the biggest smile on her face it was just like you knew that there was no weight on her and she was just so happy and I told Don that when I got home that I I wish I would have just gotten back in and floated with her it just looked so calming and you had said I mean that's what you'd like your mind to be your mind is floating up at the top of this like weightless pool body of water And I think, I mean, when you think about that kind of state, too, it's really going back to what you're comfortable in and finding a release through that. And I think that it's a great way to tap back into your college sport occasionally, whether and and granted, swimming's a little bit different, but running. I love trail running and letting my mind go or definitely I can imagine shooting hoops shooting hoops by yourself so that does get into the the type of meditation that i've figured out that i do really love and that works for me which is defined as movement meditation and it's an act that you pick so it could be shooting hoops but it's repetitive and repetitive enough that you don't have to think about what your next move is so like it probably wouldn't work for golf unless you're really good because I always have to figure out, okay, how's the ball and and whatever. I'm not great at it. Yeah, (laughs) it's a little bit more complex than that one. Yeah, that's more of a mental sport. Golf wouldn't be, yeah. Yeah, but um, 
for me, the biggest thing if you're starting with moving meditation, um, the best way to do it is to pick a circular um, path. Like if you ha- if maybe that's a 400 meter track, maybe that's just a circle around your backyard, and you just start walking, and you just the circle itself has more meaning to it um, within the like atmosphere and in, in our worlds. But really, the whole point of that is so that you're not stopping and starting again like a back and forth would be when you're pacing, because pacing actually does create more anxiety. But the circle method, you just walk and um, you acknowledge thoughts that come in, but the, the best way to get back to it isn't just your breath, which I love focusing on my breath whenever I'm tired, but for this movie meditation, you just sort of feel your feet and um, how they hit. So the first thing you're supposed to do is like, how am I walking? Um, Do I walk heel toe? Do I strike midfoot toe? And then feel the ground moving beneath you. It's even better whenever it's summer and you can walk barefoot, it's amazing. But this relaxes your brain enough that then more, more thoughts and maybe the tasks or other things come in and it's easier to breathe out and just let them go on each step. So the moving to me can also be attributed to running, but sometimes running gives me too much of a creative high. I have to be very Mm -hmm. attentive to like doing movie meditation. So when, when you say this movement meditation in the way that you've said, it's Mm -hmm. a couple things strike me. And I'm very curious to see whether or not you notice or release these items. One, so you had mentioned the foot mm-hmm. strike, foot strike. Is that supposed to be replacing, in a lot of terms, the breath and the motion? And it's supposed to be kind of like your circle back. Uh, and then two is... It, So have you ever done it in a city where it's super loud? And how do you absorb those noises and really focus on that one, I guess, trying to get to that state of nirvana, if you will, where everything's kind of zeroed out? I did. So your first question, the the foot is one that is supposed to sort of, yeah, reiterate that, that breath where you come back to it when your thoughts get too scattered Um, another way you can do that also is starting um, even whenever you're just sitting meditation sometimes you start and check in with your body parts so like your fingertips and moving up and releasing your your shoulders down and that's something too that when you're you if your feet aren't something that brings you back to you maybe it's realizing if your shoulders got too high or the swing of your arms which is pretty cool yeah, so it is kind of like the breathing in the sense it is. because you're supposed to in Come sitting to med- meditation at least acknowledge where the breath's going exactly. and then start feeling your feet and work your way up. Yeah, exactly. So that's okay. that's that's where that starts, which I love that that's I feel like that's probably always the same within mm-hmm. those meditations, which is great. Um and then in a city, I have. I think the most notable one for me was in Taipei, um, Taipei, Taiwan. I was overwhelmed, and um, I had been there for two days, and I had another... How big is the city? Oh, it's big. Um, 
Let's see. I mean, there's sky rises and it's a it's a it's, it's a proper a city. city. I I mean, I it's not like how Bentonville calls itself a city <laughs> and it's fifty five thousand people. No, I it's, mean Taipei is the capital of Taiwan. Let's see yeah. what their um what how what their population is. It's two point six four six million in the city. In the city. Okay. Taipei, so Ta- yeah. Okay, and 2. I imagine 6. it's probably pretty small. It's pretty small, yeah. Like and city boundaries. And it was, yeah. I mean, I, I was just kind of overwhelmed because there's a lot of flights, and um, Taiwan still has that Tokyo feel in a way with with uh, anime and and other mm. you know. Uh, cartoons and animations and mm-hmm. um so everything was really bright and lights and um i remember drowning out all of that and i walked around i was staying in a hotel downtown in the middle of the city and there was a loop i could do where it would go it was honestly on the street so i sort of had to be aware of where i was but then i made it to a, a, a little park garden park in the middle of the city which allowed for me to do this it may have only been like 50 meters as a circle but I walked that for a good 20 minutes and then was able to walk back and sort of brush off all of the hustle and bustle of the city so I was sort of away from it it's like going into a little park like even Central Central Park's big but like a Brooklyn Park or something Mm -hmm. in New York and then just walking around um, how, how did you find yourself clearing it out? Was it mostly the foot striking or yeah. did you find a particular sound that just kind of got you? Were you wearing, wearing headphones? It's like you know the story already when you ask that about the sound. And we've not talked about this before, but I did. Um, you know Hello Kitty's laugh where it's 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 like, ha ha ha, I'm Hello Kitty. No. Okay, so, if you know that laugh, that wasn't a, it really was not a very good uh, example of that for anyone, but Hello Kitty has this laugh, and then she just says, I'm Hello Kitty, and it was going, that was just going on repeat in a store that was far enough away that I could almost hear it echoing off, and I could sort of track the sound being decimated around, and it was really interesting. I, I focused on that, and then I focused on my breath and where my foot struck. Um, and I was really, really tempted because it was a beautiful day to take off my shoes, but I was still in a city, and I wasn't about to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it worked out okay. But um, I, I do remember then um, what struck me as being able to get into the state of awareness without being hyper aware of my surroundings Mm. was when I was finished and I felt like I had sort of worked through everything and had a clear mind and had done my moving meditation I looked up and there was was a whole group of women doing tai chi maybe like 20 feet from me I had just been walking in this circle and I just saw them kind of like wave they must have known that I was trying to work something out because Mm -hmm. I probably looked a little bit insane just walking around in a circle yeah um well I mean they probably picked that same spot for the same reason you did right exactly in Tai Chi I mean that's so similar within moving meditation anyways I just don't know all of the um movements for that yeah because I think there's like 46 components something like that yeah and I've never really bothered (laughs) 
either yeah. to learn Tai Chi because usually it's held in the community center with a bunch of older I can't, I can't, yeah, generations. There's something about that environment that I just... Outside would be the only place where I could do something like that. Yeah. I do think it's funny and amazing how someone can find something like a Hello Kitty laugh. Yeah. To just drown out everything else and find that almost sense of peace. And every time I hear Hello Kitty, I think of that moment, which is really... Which is really fun. I don't. It probably brings it back, though. Probably it does. Hella, it probably helps you, you know, want to start a meditation process again or reflect on any kind of recent thoughts, right? It does. It does work That's that way. Nice. What do you think would be the best way for someone to start meditation if they've never done it before, but they're curious and they want to try it? Well, if you have a Netflix account, I'd <laughs> highly recommend that Andy meditation one. Headspace, uh, Headspace, a guide to meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't, um, there's actually an excellent way. One of the pieces that he goes into uh, in one of the episodes, he talks about gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And what this is, is finding the one part of your day that you're, is just the most enjoyable part, what you look forward to the most. And taking that time, whether it's having a coffee before getting to work, whether it's in the car, just listening to music, and taking that little short period of time and not try not to have any distractions with it. Mm. And it's, a, it's just a great starting point for something you already do and you already enjoy. Oh, gosh, absolutely. I mean, how often have have we been having coffee or something and it's like the best part of the day together in the morning and one of us picks up the phone and starts looking at Instagram and by one of us, I mean me, you know, and ruins it. (laughs) So no distractions. I mean, just allow it to allow your thoughts and enjoy the moment. Sit in silence. Enjoy the moment. And, you know, really get that. Even if it's something like reading as well, reading the news Mm -hmm. I mean, if it is watching the news, I I don't know how that one would impact. Yeah. I would feel like you'd want something a little bit less distracting from that sense. But that feeling is a great thing Mm -hmm. to really work towards. And gratefulness and gratitude within that space is even better to hold on to. Definitely. And I think I definitely want to share that if you're starting meditation or maybe you're just trying to get back into it maybe you meditated for or you have for years but you've stopped and you want to get back into it I would just say the biggest thing for me was that you can start at any time it doesn't have to be like the perfect setting with candles and your and your yoga mat and if that's what you need then great but sometimes I get in my head about it needing to be perfect and then also you don't have to do it for 20 minutes like sometimes I, I really can't meditate for 10 minutes. That's a really long time, but I work up to it. So I start, I set a timer for two minutes or I'll set a timer for five minutes. And sometimes the timer will go off. And if I'm really in a great state, I'll just let it go off and then just keep going until I feel like I've officially cleared and energized my mind. Yeah, I think it's also important to not 
focus on having such a rigid schedule around meditation because right. that kind of ruins the point of it. it I think I, yeah, mean, it, I, also, I tried doing that right out of college or mm. not right out of college, but when I was at PwC and I found that it was just not really worth it in the sense of it became a chore. Yeah. And you don't want this to be a chore. Very true. And especially the reason why we're talking about this is is within that transition period. And if maybe you're far removed from your time as a competitive athlete, but you haven't had the tool of meditation and you want to use it, or maybe you are someone who is just in the middle of that transition. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because meditation is a great tool for feeling better and working through your thoughts. And I think you're right. When I put pressure on myself, you don't need another piece of pressure to do something. But it is something that when you are feeling overwhelmed, putting that timer down and say, once two minutes goes off, that was all the time I needed to breathe. And I think something that I will say, going back to that movie meditation, that really helped me work through that in particular helped me work through so much that I went that was just in my mind and going through all of the transition feelings and and if meditation doesn't work for you or you're struggling I think an excellent way to start is to just take a deep breath deep breaths are highly underrated pause pauses your day mm-hmm you get some new circulation in and you feel a whole lot better. And if you have found meditation or maybe you're just getting started and you want to share that with us, please reach out on Instagram at when your sport ends. And our last sponsor, if you are interested at all in blockchain and cryptocurrency, then you need to check out the app for Coin Exchange, which is Coinbase. It is an amazing app that Don and I have been using for the last nine months or, oh my gosh, almost a year now. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. You can exchange all cryptocurrencies on there. It links directly to your bank account when needed if you want to buy certain uh, crypto. And now you can get $10 in Bitcoin just for signing up if you use the code JOIN slash B-I-E-R-H-A underscore B. That's linked at the bottom of the episode. So it's coinbase.com slash join slash B-I-E-R-H-A underscore B. That's a long promo code, but we have it linked below for easy access and you get $10 of Bitcoin right whenever you sign up. I would suggest signing up late in the day, like at night so that you can get the best price on Bitcoin, but you do you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.